Hey, what's up everyone, Tanri here. Our today's guest is Damian Young, the CEO and co-founder of Zeus Scooters, which is another startup that operates in over 15 cities with thousands of vehicles. They recently raised a round of 2 million euros, which will allow them to grow even further. Nevertheless, meet Damien. I founded Zeus in um, September 2019, which was just really um, a kind of an idea of, you know, looking at on the micro mobility market, looking at some differentiation in the kind of scooter market. And uh, I spent a bit of time just just kind of understanding the market a little bit more and understanding people's preferences and, you know, um, what they felt about electric scooters as a, as a means of transport and of micro mobility. And I suppose that led me to the design of the, the, the three wheel scooter. Um, and I suppose the idea of the three wheel scooter really was to I suppose attract um, a wider audience um, for micro mobility because the experience in a lot of markets was that this was very much a market for your your kind of 17, 16 year olds up to 28, 29. And, you know, a lot of the anti-social behavior also kind of associated with that um, age group. So, um, whereas when I look at this market, I think that it actually, you know, has a significant function in society in terms of, you know, that last mile transport, but also for the environment, for um, decongestion of cities and so on. Um, and therefore, you know, as a mode of transport, it needs to appeal to a far wider audience than your kind of under 30s. Um, and that's what was led, led us to, to, to develop the three wheel scooter. Um, what we also, you know, wanted to ensure is that, you know, safety seems to be a big concern of cities and uh, various geographies. And we wanted something that was a little bit safer, um, uh, a little bit more stable as well, um, in that, you know, you don't see um, as many of these scooters on the ground and, and so on because of the three wheels. Um, but also there are, they're smoother as well. Um, so the, I suppose the, um, the shock is absorbed into all three wheels and therefore not into the body of the rider. So the, the, the experience is smoother. Um, so that's what kind of led us to, 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 to do that. And we, you know, September 2019 really was was the start, and that was just literally just the idea and, and registration of the business. Um, and I suppose our focus then for the the following um, kind of seven eight months was at a very rapid pace. Was really the design of the scooter, the building of the software, the um, uh, production of the scooter, but also then before that the the testing. So we underwent very rigorous testing in the German market um, and we received our ABE license, which is the, I suppose, the federal uh, transport authorities uh, license for vehicles on German roads. Um, and we also then started engaging with um, the cities in Germany um, to look at uh, deploying uh, micromobility in cities that were not the big cities. So, so our focus is, is actually on smaller cities um, and even towns. Um, we have a number of deployments in, in, in much smaller locations. Um, and again, the reason for that is because, you know, I, I, I think that micromobility is, is not just something for big cities. It's, you know, transport is required 
um, for every city and uh, therefore um, we adopt a very kind of different model for our, our scooter deployment. Um, we only deploy very small fleets to start with and then we will build up in accordance to demand. The company's name is, is Eco Urban Scooters. We thought that when we registered that name um, for the company, it was a bit long, I suppose, for a catchy uh, on a scooter name. Uh, so we came up with the word uh, with the, the name Zeus. And I suppose uh, the reason for the the, the, the the name of the company is, you know, we wanted something that was, you know, strong and powerful, uh, like the God, um, but also associated with electricity. And as you know, Zeus is the God of thunder and lightning. Um, and the the I suppose the Z in Zeus is our logo, um, and uh, the EUS actually stands for Eco Urban Scooters, uh -huh. um, which is our which is our company name. So so the brand name is is uh, Zeus, um, and we trade as Zeus in in the German market. Um, so that's like some 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 of the background, and uh, we launched then in um, in June in Heidelberg, and we had a very small fleet in Heidelberg of um, about 40 scooters, uh, I suppose, to test the market. Um, and since then, we've we've expanded um, to now 16 cities um, throughout Germany um, with um, varying size fleets in each. And because we're in the winter now and with COVID lockdowns and so on, uh, some of the fleets are kind of quite small. Um, but the capacity for the fleet is that we would hope to grow those fleets um, in the market to about 4,000 um, by the spring of this year. Um, so at the moment we have about 1,500 uh, scooters um, and we would, we would uh, be expanding the fleets in the existing cities um, through kind of spring uh, 2021 once you know the weather gets better and COVID gets better and, and, and everything else gets better. <laughs> and you were already in talks with uh, 28 cities uh, previously? We've actually at the, the last count we have about 51 cities that we're engaging with. Um, obviously not in Germany but but uh, around, around mostly Europe um that we are engaging with um we won't expand that many because obviously it's it's um it will be a slower uh, expansion but we would hope to be in 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 30 cities by the end of of this year um so the expansion will be in germany um but it also be in other markets including our home market ireland where uh, the legislation for micro mobility has not yet been um, finalized uh, but we would hope that that would be finalized in quarter two of this year um, and therefore we would uh, be looking to deploy there in um, uh, before the summer market. Um, we also have approval from the Department for Transport in the UK um, and we're selectively looking at uh, uh, cities in the UK um, and then we're in ac active discussions with a number of cities in Sweden, in Spain, uh, in Italy uh, a number of other places as well. We also kind of do like to work closely with the cities themselves. Um, so we did introduce um, what we call a give back program. And I suppose that give back program is is all about um, returning, uh, I suppose, some of the the 
income generated from uh, citizens and residents of the city back to charitable causes in the city. And you really believe that the three wheelers is the future? I don't believe that there is any kind of one type of model that's the future. I think the future is the kind of innovation around your vehicle, whether it's the sensors within the, the vehicle to, to increase safety. I think you could see it from the market that the scooters have evolved even even in the last two years, you know, since they were, they've been deployed, you've got um, different versions of scooters um, from the main companies. So I think it's good that that each of the companies is upgrading their scooters and, you know, coming out with new kind of innovations around kind of uh, battery charging, around safety, um, around um, electronic sensors. Uh, those type of things. Um, so I think, you know, it's it's not just the three wheel. I think the three wheel is different um, and it has proven to be, I suppose, a little bit more uh, stable and smoother. Um, uh, but we also have a two wheel version. Um, so we, we designed a two wheel version uh, for the UK market. So we, we also have a small fleet of, of two wheel scooters. And you, you also do operations with swivel batteries here, I suppose? The, all the fleet is is swappable batteries, um, but we are looking at the, the next kind of uh, what is the next step on the batteries and we are looking at uh, some innovations around the batteries and the battery charging um, and how that's done as well. Uh, but it was important from the start that we had swappable batteries because I think um, uh, just from an operations point of view, it it doesn't make sense to be lifting scooters um, off the road to just just to charge them, and it's very hard to have kind of mobile charging units because they do take some time uh, to charge. So the swappable batteries was was an absolute must. And I think we were actually the first company in in Germany to launch its its fleet with with swappable batteries. Um, we we're, we're trying to be lean um, in terms of our operations and and profitable uh, ultimately. Um, and we hope to, to to get to profitability in this calendar year. So, so which again will be unusual because um, I don't think there's any other micro mobility company that has turned a profit um, in in the European market, and um, that's what we're we're aiming to do. Well, a big part of your life you spend in the banking industry. What kind of pushed you to study for banking? Was it like your family? Well, well, I, I actually um, my my. Initial degree was in marketing, um, and uh, then I I joined a bank. Yeah, you're actually right. It was something that was in the family, um, but I joined the bank um, thinking that you know this is a job that I can you know get paid for for a few years and you know then find something better. <laughs> but I ended up staying with the bank for for 25 years. Um, and I, you know, during bank, the bank, I, I studied banking, so I have a degree in financial services and uh, a, a master's in business as well, um, which was all done through uh, the banking. And then in 2014, um, I decided to, um, I suppose, branch out and I was appointed as a managing director for a US-based uh, software company um, who are um, building software and analytics for the banking industry. 
Um, so I led that business in um, in Europe and also in the APAC region. So I was based out of uh, Melbourne in Australia as well for uh, a number of years um, on the on on that side of it. And then I came back to Ireland and um, I worked briefly as managing director for a kind of logistics company. Um, and then, as I say, in, in September 2019, I decided to um, to use that 30 years of experience in in, in business to uh, uh, to to start my own business. So again, I mean, I'd be very familiar with with um, you know the kind of the, the financial side of businesses and you know what needs to be achieved. So you know when when you look at at our own accounts, you know, for a startup business that is trading for six months um you know it's 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 not it doesn't look too bad right um uh, but obviously i want to focus on you know building building the business uh, from a financial perspective and ensuring that you know we don't we don't take on major costs and that we we're efficient in operations um but we're we're still a long way from that CK. i mean you know like i i, I would be lying if i said we were really efficient uh, in operations, uh, it's very hard, you know, when when you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, but but the good thing is that every day we make some incremental improvement to be more efficient. And from that perspective, I can see that we will get to a, an optimal level um, uh, later on this year. What kind of pushed you to, towards like a switching from the more corporate lifestyle to risking it and starting a business? Well, I, I suppose I've always been uh, kind of a very entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I, you know, I I was the director for for small business in the bank, um, so that got me working with a lot of startups um, and a lot of early stage and dynamic kind of businesses. Um, the the company, the software company that I worked for, was an early stage business um, as a growing business. Um, but I suppose the the corporate lifestyle, you know, the decision making, the conservatism and so on just just doesn't fit with my personality. And it took me nearly 30 years to realize that. <laughs> and uh, who was like the person who influenced the most? I've been exposed to a lot of kind of entrepreneurs and I like the, the entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so, you know, all of the, the well-known ones, I think, you know, people like Richard Branson and, um, you know, so on, you know, these are people that, that, you know, risked a lot to, to be successful, but always kept that kind of, you know, positive spirit on what they were doing, even though the world might've been against them. And I, I do see that as well, like in, in, even in this business, I mean, the banks that I worked for for many years are absolutely not interested in this business or any other startup. So it's it's uh, it's kind of you have to fight your own way through it. So um, I just yeah, that's that's part of what what keeps me going. You know, does it also then reflect in the way how you manage the company and like the, the culture you've built as well around it? Yeah, I, I think the, the the company, you know, in terms of decision making, we're, we're we're very quick in terms of decision making. Um, you know, the team that I have are making you know decisions for the business every day. You know, it's not going through any kind of corporate layers uh, and so on. 
Um, we will make mistakes as a result, um, but so long as we learn from those mistakes, I think, um, you know, we will get stronger and we'll get better. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to ensure that the culture of the organization or the business is, is also that entrepreneurial culture, that new ideas, new innovations, a bit, you know, to be a bit different and to look at, at the wider market and so on uh, that we want to do. So we'll try to build that in to our to our culture as well. Zeus is definitely taking a big part of your life as well at the moment. But how else you kind of balance it with the rest of your uh, uh, time? Unfortunately, I'd, 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 I'm not too good at balancing things. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I suppose, yeah, the, the, the Zeus has kind of consumed most of my time over the last, you know, 12, 15 months um, and but as we I think, you know, I, for an early stage business, I think it's kind of necessary to roll up the sleeves and, and get things done. Um, but what I would hope is that as we start getting a rhythm and building the, the, the company um, that I can rebalance my own life then and, and spend time on other things as well. Um, so that would be the hope. But at the moment, it's unfortunately, it's kind of 100%. <laughs> then uh, how do you deal with the stress and or like making the difficult decisions as well? You know, I mean, every day has some difficult decisions and, you know, you just have to you, you just have to make the, the, them as, as best you can in terms of, of what's right for the for the business and what's right for mm-hmm. uh, the chance that you're looking at. Um, so I suppose every day we have we have those. Um, sometimes, yeah, it does stress me, um, you know, in terms of where we are. I mean, at the moment, it's actually a very difficult market in Germany uh, because, you know, COVID uh, locked lockdowns, curfews, snow, um, you know, it's, it's absolutely the worst condition that you could possibly be trading in. Um, I suppose the way I look at it though is, is okay, it is very poor, but it does also give us an opportunity um, to refine our things like our operations and to build um, the next stage of the business and to build our kind of production so that we're ready for when the snows and when goes and when everything else goes. So we just have to use that time, the, the time when, you know, the 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 environment is difficult um, to build for the future. So that's really what, what kind of keeps me going is well, about today, but more about in two months time and six months time and 12 months time. What kind of advice would you give to People who also like left the corporate, just just also risk it all and start something of their own. The advice is, I mean, you know, in, ter- in terms of people who are leaving corporate, um, not to underestimate the experience that they have gained from the corporate world. Um, I probably valued the experience I gained from the corporate world more when I left, um, and you know, all of that experience is your raw materials for your own business so i think it is it is you know it is right for 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 people to to leverage what they've learned from the corporate world but also when you say what they've learned is also taking the the things that they've learned the bad things um and trying to to make it a little bit different for uh, their own business so i think people can bring a lot from from uh, the corporate world in into business 
I think there, you know, there is certainly life beyond it. Um, as in, you know, um, setting up a business can be very, it can be very stressful, but it can also be very fulfilling uh, because you know your 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 achievements are, I suppose, recognised by by all. It's not. It's you know. It's it's uh, it's a little bit different than achieving something in the corporate world. So. Um, I would always recommend, and I've always, you know, been a big fan of entrepreneurs and encouraging entrepreneurs and uh, uh, even young entrepreneurs. I mean, the guy that we're working with in in um, in Versberg is is in his final year in university, actually. Um, and I think he needs the encouragement. But what I suppose younger entrepreneurs probably need is both the encouragement and that passion that they have. Um, but also support and mentorship from people with wider, broader, longer experience um, to have somebody that they can, you know, pick up the phone to or drop an email or a text to, you know, when they have a problem. Because um, I think with their passion and with some experience behind them from other people, um, I think that young entrepreneurs can be even more successful. And did you have a person like that who would help you out in a difficult minute? I have a business partner as well, uh, who is kind of the opposite to me, um, you know, and he's very good in certain areas um, that that maybe I wouldn't be as good in. And um, I, the, a big part of my kind of experience actually came when I did my MBA, uh, where I had with a small group of you know, executives from different organizations, different disciplines. Um, but that was 10 years ago when, when I graduated from that. And to this day, um, all of us in that group are constantly in communications and asking each other for advice and what do you think of this and so on. So the, so building that kind of network of, of various people uh, is, is really important. And, you know, that's the advantage, I suppose, of having kind of the, the longer experience is that you build up those networks. Um, so there's there's several people that I would refer to or lean on um, for advice and support. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to like, comment, follow and share. More content coming. Stay safe, then we out.